This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Everybody, welcome Hi. to For Crying Out Loud. We had a great week this week. We had a great Patreon with Albie. She was awesome, so insightful, and just a very she's so mature. I don't know where she gets it from? I know she is. She's she's all grows up. Yeah, and she told a very personal story, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we have a Thursday show with with Elbs, and yep. she was great on that show. We talked. I mean. She was on our show 10 years ago, and she talked about her anxiety and how it has been throughout the years. She talked about colleges. She talked a lot about her, that whole college process. All and from what, her perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, thought it was, it was great. I thought it will be really good for other parents because uh, heretofore, we've only heard my perspective as a parent on this college process mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of how maddening it is to to have to pressure your kids and get stuff done. And I thought she did a great job of really explaining like what was going on in her head during yes. that time. Yes. And, you know, I'm looking at this through the lens of I'm going to be going through all this. And she gave me great advice. Yeah. Really good advice out there. So, yeah, you got to check it out. And I think one thing that came out of it, especially since people will have heard it probably by the time they're listening to this, is, you know, when stuff is happening to you and it's disappointing mm-hmm. and I felt like her disappointment was happening to me. I'm co- I'm super codependent with my kids. Surprise. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> figured alert. that out <laughs> through the years. How funny was that after my Tuesday going, I'm saying spoiler alert too much. And then Elby comes and says it like two or three times. <laughs> that was the greatest. That was hilarious. She didn't know, but no, we, me and Stephanie know. looked we at each Yeah. It's funny. I'm like, oh, so where do cute. I get it from? Mm-hmm. Uh, or where does she get it right. from? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I think that um, it's hard not to be codependent with your kids, oh, especially cool. for you and you and I. Yeah, I'm the same. We had dysfunctional upbringings. Mm-hmm. I know that's also a surprise too. But I do think that when you have a dysfunctional upbringing, I think you go a couple of different ways. Mm-hmm. You you either become, I think, really disconnected because right. you, and more narcissistic maybe and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not as attached exactly. somehow yes. or you become maybe over-attached. Overcompensating and for overcompensating the shit that you scared that's... When your kids get de- depressed or disappointed, mm-hmm. you take it on too much and tr- want to fix it for them. Exactly. You know, and I, I've learned a lot 
from LB's experiences um, there about my own, like my own limitations as mm-hmm. a parent mm-hmm. and how they have their own journey. Yeah. For lack of a better word, right? right? They're, right. they're on their own path and we can't, you, as much as I want to make everything soft for them mm-hmm. and make their lunches every day and, you know, but they're their own person and yeah. we can't protect them from these big disappointments in life that are going to happen right. to everybody. Right. Of and course. I look at Elby and I go, you know, she did everything right as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah. Now I've never, and I, I think people might look at it from the outside and see like me as a typical, maybe LA parent who, you know, drives my kids. <laughs> right. It's kind of the opposite. I think because I didn't go to college and I feel like, well, it worked out for me. It's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I came from it from the opposite point of view. I was always like, oh, do you really want to take all those AP classes? Right. Like, that sounds like a lot. Like, yeah. don't you want to have some fun? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Given, given her not wanting to study or whatever, I was always on the side of like, relax a little I bit. Know. Like, I know. You know, and, and, I don't know if I would have changed that because her perspective and she's, she explains this in the Thursday show Mm -hmm. that like she didn't drive herself. She didn't make herself crazy and have to get absolute straight A's. Right. She started off in school as such a perfectionist kindergarten. Her kindergarten teacher said to me, she's too much of a perfectionist. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to teach her. It's okay to fail. Right. It's okay to mess up. Like she gets so upset and cries, mm-hmm. you know, as an mm-hmm. almost six-year-old, she couldn't make any mistakes. And I remember her teacher saying to me, this is what I try to model making mistakes and going, oh, look, I made a mistake. Right. It's fine. Right. You know, and I think I've tried. And she told me that that teacher was like, you need to help her mm-hmm. learn it's okay to fail. Right. And I remember telling her like, if you get a bad grade on a test, like it's not going to be the end of the world. Mm-hmm. But then guess what? Freaking life bites you in the ass. And it turns out that these kids that are these crazy go-getters are the ones that all got into freaking UCLA right. and all these schools. And it's like, then I'm stuck going like, should I have been more pressuring? But I don't think so. And my point is just that what you'll hear from Elby mm-hmm. is something that might comfort other parents, which is when your kids get super upset and mm-hmm. so disappointed and you think, oh my God, like... What if this isn't okay? Like, it's going to be okay. Right. Like, they're going to figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out. For better or for worse. Right. And she did, and she's got her own path. And it, I feel like she's looking, and now she's got a different perspective on anything, everything, and she's looking back, and she's like, well, this happened for the better. Like, I, I think she's kind of excited about her new route of where she's going, and her new plan. Yeah. And as much as Elby says she doesn't like change or that right. I don't like it either. So I get it. Yeah. I'm I like, know. I know. And and when she didn't get into UC Santa Barbara, and I remember I was making our audience like, please pray for Elby mm-hmm, every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Think a good thought for her getting off that wait list. And she didn't. And you know what? It might have been for the best. Right. I'm not sure. Right. But th- you know what? I mm-hmm. see other things. Like, She's going to do fine. She's in a great state of mind, too, considering all the what she's been through. You know, like, she's just very like positive and she's going to honestly make a great therapist. And the thing is, and you and I have talked about this a million times, but it's like I, at when I was her age, 
I had like almost no family support. Right. You know, my mom paid lip service to like being supportive. But when push came to shove, like my mom liked to see herself. I don't rag on my mom that much on our show, but here's something about how, how she was. She liked the appearance of seeming like a supportive mom, but when you actually needed her support, mm-hmm. she just could, it was like, oh God, like, you know what I mean? She couldn't she almost, follow through. She, a no, she would, she got, she would just cut you off. It was right. just like, oh, you're feeling morbidly depressed and you need help. Yeah. I don't know you're what to tell you. Figure it out. You know, Ugh. really cold. Right. Like just like figure it out. So it was very tricky because you didn't want to need anything from her because she couldn't give it to you. But if you didn't need her, mm-hmm. then she'd be really like she could be really nurturing and sweet. But wow. only when you didn't need the nurturing. Right. You know what I mean? Right, so right. I was thrown into the fire, moved to L.A. on my own was I mean, when I tell you that I was broke. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have any soft place to fall. I didn't right. have somebody that could just send me money in case of an emergency. Mm-hmm. I had to, I was so broke. Mm-hmm. I couldn't eat sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah. I was homeless at one point. I mean, I've said this, but I had to sleep in my car right. on a couple of different right. nights. Cause I didn't have an apartment yet. I mean, listen, a lot of people have it way worse, but I didn't have sort of the, the foundation mm-hmm. to like, Go, take classes at community college, which I tried. But right. if you don't have any foundation and you don't have any money, and you yeah. then and you're struggling every day, just trying to stay happy and yep. stay like hopeful, mm-hmm. you know, you you end up in dead end jobs, which I did. I waited tables just for years right. and didn't see how I was going to make a future for myself. Right, right. And nobody really gave a fuck. Yeah, I think for me, it's like I had. My dad, I didn't have, there was no money. There was not, my parents weren't giving me any money. All the money was like, I had to save and work. But the one thing I did have, thank God, was my dad's support. Just guiding me. If this is what you want to do, do this. If this is what, but you got to do it. You're, you're on your own. Nobody's going to be taking care of yourself, but you. And I, at least, at least I had that, you know, right out of the gate. And also, my parents like focused on my older brothers to go to college. They're both civil engineers. And then they focused on me with acting, you know? Right. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what? You know? And so it's like, and by then, too, they were, my parents, you know, hated each other by the time I was in high school. They were getting divorced and it was just chaos in the house. You know, when my brothers were growing up, they were together and cohesive. And I was, you know, 10 and seven years younger. So anyway, but like, it, it's interesting how it shapes us as moms today, how like you are nothing like your mom, you know, you're super supportive. I mean, you're, you know what I mean? Like how, how we could have gone different ways as being moms considering our, our, uh, the way we were brought up. Yeah, And I, I hope that I'm an example to her of like, listen, you got to have a hustle mentality. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's going to do it all for you. And, but also I've had to learn to step back and just go, I, there's letter. I wouldn't have learned it except that I had to, because right. it's like, I couldn't, there's things I couldn't fix. You yeah. can, I couldn't, I couldn't, you can't call college and right. go, hi, you see Santa Barbara. Listen, you really missed the boat on this right. one. Like I know she applied to an impacted major, but like my daughter is so special. Mm-hmm. Like you really should just give her another, like, that's just not a thing. Right. So or right. I probably would have done it maybe, yeah. you know, yeah. but I had to learn to like, just go, 
well, this is a humongous disappointment. And like, let's like, hopefully Mm -hmm. it will cause grit and some resiliency. I think it's already, I think it's already made a positive impact. It's beautiful to watch. It's beautiful to watch her struggle through things. Mm -hmm. And like, and I like all that you can't tell them, Hey, like it's going to be okay. Like you can't give them that as they say, toxic positivity and Mm -hmm. be like, this is going to make you better. You know, you can't, you have to just let them cry. You have to allow them to be upset. There were a lot of times where LB didn't talk to me about what she was going through. Mm -hmm. And I had to say like, it's okay to cry and be upset and pissed about this. This is a huge disappointment. Like I'm not expecting you to just be like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Right. Because you need to feel it. Mm-hmm. It sucks. And then she's really struggled with, you know, going to community college and I don't want to, and it's not fair and all that oh, stuff. And it's like, there's a lot of people that might say, well, I mean, community college, it's a great option. And it is, but like you heard her yes. on yesterday's show, yes. when all of your friends are doing one thing and they're all getting into, and this is what you've been surrounded with, right? is all these kids on this, if all of her kids weren't, when I was in high school, none of my friends were going away I to know, college. I know. We were all Me losers. Neither. Right. All of us. Yeah. In fact, it was almost weird that I was going to go to college. Right. My best friend at the time did go to UMass and we were going to go together mm-hmm. and then we didn't. And she's the one that died. My friend Michelle mm-hmm. got hit by a car like later that year. Um, so she went to half her freshman year at school. The rest of my friends like dropped out as like, oh, yeah. I one mean, of my friends got pregnant at like 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other friend was 17, dropped out of high school to move to LA with me. Like we were right. a, a motley crew. Oh, I know. <laughs> Suzanne's the only one. She went to CSUN. My other friend, Scott, went to CSUN. And everybody, well, Pam, the no-getter that my mom didn't like, her and I went to Pierce for like a year, a couple semesters. And then at some point, Pam's like, you know, we don't have to go to class if we don't want to. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Let's go to the beach. That was it. Parents, my parents were like, they didn't, they didn't care. They were like, do your thing. They were fighting. They left me on my own. And I was just hanging out with my friends. Right. Yeah. I didn't have friends that went off to colleges. It wasn't a thing. But I think like for her, it is such a thing. Every single one of her friends. Yeah. Except the, the good part is as you heard her say, she does have friends at work that are having to do the same path. And she did find other people that didn't go to, aren't going to community college because uh, it was just where they would Mm -hmm. normally be is like they're no getters. They went to community college because they had a similar situation as her and they had great grades and, but they didn't get in right? Same because UCs are really tough. Yeah. And as she has a, she does have a number of people in the exact same boat mm-hmm. that were high achievers, took a lot of APs, uh, it applied to an impacted major and are in the same position. Right. And the fact is she only has to go for one year and it's like, it was the She's- adjustment of like, Oh God, this is not my life. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this too. All right. Well, it is, this is what she's it is. She's embraced it and she's running with it. And it yes. is beautiful to watch. It's so nice to and see. And you get to have her around for another year. I know. I'm like, all, all of my friends, kids are, they're dropping them off at college and they're all sad. And I'm like, sucks to be you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You're really sad. Hold on. Hey, Elvie, <laughs> you want to go to the mall? <laughs> want to go to the mall? 
Want to go to PacSun? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'll be right with you. Oh, no, really? It's so sad. Oh. That's your lonely. When's the next time you're going to see her? Oh, Christmas? Yeah. Oh, LB, wait up. <laughs> you drive. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. So, well, anyway, that was really fun. It was really fun. I learned some things, too. Did about- you? Yeah, I like the fact that she's not scared to talk in front of me about like what's going on with her. Really? I mean, I know most of it, but there mm-hmm. were a couple things. Like she opened up about what it was like to right. the stuff where she was talking about how I was bugging her about uh-huh. the college yes. stuff, you know? Yeah. Cuz you remember I would come in here and right. be like, "I don't know what to do. Like I feel like I have to be the hard guy." Right. Like right, I have right. to be the heavy. Right. Cuz John's not doing it yep. and like I was looking forward to hearing Bitch is her not going to go to get these view. applications in. Yeah. When she was, when you told me she was coming in, I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear her side of things. And looking back in retrospect, is she happy that you, you got to listen to the show. But I, and on my side of things though, like what she doesn't understand is that I'm talking to the other moms. The, the thing that's a, maybe a little different than some people have it is I have this close knit group mm-hmm. of mom friends All of our kids grew up together. They've all known each other since they were really, really young. And we all are current, currently, like I talk to my friend Laura almost every single day. Yeah. And that her daughter Lily just went left for Berkeley. Um, And so she's really sad. So Mm -hmm. she's one of the, oh, hold on, Laura. (laughs) Albie. But behind the scenes, these moms were pressuring their kids. They just weren't complaining about it. as much like they just don't talk about it they don't go like well the reason i'm getting all my applications done is because my mom is riding my ass every day so i'm hearing that and going like i don't know what lb thinks is going on Mm -hmm. but these kids that are not talking about their college applications are sure doing them behind the scenes right right right. but anyway right we should say hi to our um our people yes or should we take a break first let's take a break and talk about fab fit fun Yay! I am so excited about FabFitFun. Me too. And it, no lie, we got we each got our box mm-hmm. and we got a curated box. So we got to go on the website and we when we signed up for our box and we got to choose which products we want. Right. So they give you all these different categories and they show you the products and it's like going shopping. Oh my god! It's and all the products are so there's so much of a variety. It's like you can get you know a fanny pack or you can get like a scar like home goods, stuff for the home, or you can get facial stuff, Skincare. anti-aging stuff. I got my Murad. Makeup, yeah. That I hadn't had in a couple of years because it's so expensive. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me? This is one of the items I can get is the Murad moisturizer. Yes. Anti-aging. Oh my gosh. Love and it. And you got, we got the, we both got the we got Fenty, the Fenty uh, Glow. Glow. Yes. <sighs> which I, and you know what else I loved is the fanny pack because I used it over the weekend. Which was, it comes in handy. They're back. I love it. I know. You get a, a bunch, you get full-sized products of your favorites, new brands, ones you've always wanted to try at discount prices that you're not going to find anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, Kate Spade, Glossier, Fenty, all those beautiful brands that you want to try. Yep. So sign up at fabfitfun.com slash FCOL, customize your box, and get access to discounts up to 70% off of brands like Fenty, Free People, and Our Place, to name a few. Not in love with this season's options? Take the credit to shop their exclusive flash sales up to 70% 
and save on the biggest name brands out there. If you join FabFitFun as a new seasonal member right now, you'll also get 20% off your membership. So your first box is only $47.99 for up to a $300 value box in each season, but only while supplies last. FabFitFun boxes sell out. So join FabFitFun today and save at fabfitfun.com slash F-C-O-L. FabFitFun.com slash F-C-O-L. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Oh, yeah. Boom. All right. Uh, let's say hello let's to say our, hi. our beauties. Love everybody. Aaron Landho. Oh. Rachel, still a newcomer. Mm-hmm. Randy May Ames still has a lot of names. Yep. Nikki, call your girls. Ashley, so chic. chic. Leslie, still, still with the cough. I know. And also our other Leslie, who's still accosting, accosting people. people up and down Van Nuys Boulevard now. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, get off the street. Along with uh, Missy and Gabby. Yep, absolutely. And then you got Katerina with her bad molar. Uh she needs to make a decision. Yep. I've got some hot molar talk coming up in, in today's show. Yeah, we got Elizabeth Williamson with so many kids. All, all adorable. Mm-hmm. Hero has so many kids and they all love him. Yes. A lot. Yeah. And then we got Jason. Jason. Jacob. Jacob Crowley. We so love him. Along with Rebecca Lubin. Put him. I want to put both her put him together. Just squeeze him up. Kelly Brandt's not your aunt, Mm -mm. but she's got a Mentos for you. Mm -hmm. Alicia Escalante from the city. El Monte. Sarah Stefan. Ishan Vashpreh. Valerie Bubba Fenwick. Mm -hmm. Polly, we love your pancakes. Athena, we love your makeup and your dancing. Mm -hmm. Sandra, it's not easy being green. Jennifer, stand up. All righty, come on. Krista, get, we make you want to stroop. Stephanie Stinkerinker. I think we got everybody. We in love there. you guys. Mm-hmm. We got some good Patreon. Did we say Rita Bassinet? Yeah, yeah, Rita Bassinet. We have a lot of. We've had some good beautiful patrons. patrons. Yeah, Patri- patrons. Patreons. All right, so I got a little, a little uh, annoyance. Uh oh, everybody loves an annoyance. Ah uh, shit. So, you know, I've been complaining about what? my kids' orthodontist. <laughs> Remember when I had so much trouble with uh, getting Xander's braces off? Oh, yeah. These people just do not want to take the kids' braces off. Right. Okay, poor Sadie. Haram. She's had braces for almost four years. Really? Yes. Now, look, I know that Sadie, because of how she was born really small, there were some, like... There were some problems with her smile and her teeth and her teeth were small and like, you know, mm-hmm. she got on the growth hormones. They don't make your teeth grow bigger. Your teeth are right. the way that your teeth are. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, I understood that she was probably going to be in braces for a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I got very disillusioned with this orthodontist office. Mm-hmm. And remember when I told you that they would um, tell the kids if the bracket's broken Remember they would try to yes. charge for a broken bracket? Right. This is like a racket. Yeah. 
It really is. Mm-hmm. And I we've talked about this before, so I won't bore you with all the details, but suffice it to say that we've been building, I've been going in for it's, I know. The last like year and a half, mm-hmm. I'm like, when are her braces coming off? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, for sure within in six months, they're going to come off. Okay, then six months goes by. It's like, okay, it's been six months. So right. if we schedule the braces coming up. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in the final, in the final phase. She's just got to wear the rubber bands. We're, we're, we're closing in on the, we just got to close a couple little gaps and, and we got to fix her bite. The dentist tell it like when you go and they get the checkup and the dentist, like, do they, they so bring. So this is not the dentist. No, but you know, the, is it the, uh, like, who's telling you when you take her, do you take her in? Yeah, to the, for, ortho, for the orthodontist. Yes. So they is, go like every six weeks. Is the orthodontist the one, because when I take them, he comes out and talks to me and he's like, okay, they got the, the, another week of this and then. So yes, basically. Yeah. But John was the one take, so with Xander, uh, to, just to remind you, they were not taking, he, he at a certain point, Xander's gums were like growing too much Mm -hmm. and I had taken him to the dentist and I was like, he's got this weird gum thing where his gums are like growing in between his teeth, you know? And they're, and finally they're like, you know, he's had the braces on for a long time and sometimes this can, it can cause it. Mm -hmm. Right. And he'd already, his teeth had been straight forever, but it was always like, Oh, we just got to fix this one thing. And finally I said, I want his braces off. And the dentist told me, he, he can have his braces off. The I dentist, remember that. Mm-hmm. We're like, he he's fine. Like, it's not going to do that much more. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why this orthodontist wants to keep them in braces for so long. I don't know what they get out of it. Money? Well, this is the thing, though. You pay a big fee up front, right? They charge you mm-hmm. every month for like a few years. Ours was like the twins. We were on a three-year plan. Right. They're outside of that plan already. It doesn't. They're not making it's money. Over. Okay. So I think it's. I think what it is is that they start trying to charge you for the brackets. They charge you for like little things. But I'm like, well, guess what? It's like a car. At a certain point, things are going to start breaking down. Right. Like you can't continue to have them in these braces and then ba- get mad at them for breaking a bracket. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. They're not doing anything wrong. Speaking of broken brackets, though, it just reminded me of a story of when I had braces Yeah, and I first got them on and my mom drove me from the valley up over the hill to Beverly Hills where my orthodontist was, brought me back, and then somehow I got my hands on a candy apple and the second I bit into it, just popped right off. So she had to drive me all the way back (laughs) over the hill, get it all done, drive all the way back again. Sounds like something that would happen to us. Yeah. But so my kids don't eat anything that they're not, it, it's like a, na- I don't know what it is, but with yeah. Xander, he's really, he was really careful all the yeah. time. Yeah. He's kind of a rule follower mm-hmm. like LB and he'd break a bra. He'd be like, I don't, I don't know how it happened. It's just, or it would get bent or something, you know? And they're like, well, cause he's not doing, you know, paying the, going by the rules. And I'm like, yeah, he is. Right. He is. So eventually if you recall, I got mad at mm-hmm. the orthodontist and I was like, I'm so tired of getting the runaround. His dentist wants his braces off. I want you to take them off. And then they tried to charge again while we were waiting to get his braces off. I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. You don't have to fix the bracket. We're right. taking his braces off. Just take them off. Yeah. And then eventually the Give orthodontist me pliers, called I'll take me. Them off. Yeah. And I, she called me and then I told her, listen, we're having a bad experience. Like they're trying to get mad at him. They're getting mad at him for breaking a bracket and trying to charge me. And like he, anyway, so that got solved. So his braces came off. He, he's fine. 
But meanwhile, I kept asking, okay, but what about Sadie? But what about Sadie? Getting the runaround, getting the runaround. John's the one who ends up taking her though a lot because I teach mm-hmm. on the nights that they, she, right. it's too close to five o'clock. So anyway, last couple of visits, I'm like, tell, tell them we want the braces off. Mm-hmm. It's been almost four years. Yeah. So he did tell them that. So a couple, I think I went for a couple of these visits. They'd be like, no problem. Uh, yeah, we'll make the appointment to take them off, but we'll just at, at the next appointment, we'll make the appointment to take them off. So then John would take her to the next appointment and they'd be like, yeah, we're just trying to fix this one little thing. There's this, we just want to fix her bite. She needs to wear the rubber bands. Well, this bitch, Sadie, was not wearing the rubber bands. She'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll wear them. And then she wouldn't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but what am I supposed to do? Like chase her around and just go, are your rubber bands on? Right. I have enough things that I got to remind these bitches. Are, did you take this pill? Did you take that pill? Right. Did you remember this? It's like so much all yes. the time that I'm not going to fight with her about the rubber bands. Her bite looks fine. Right. And it wasn't even that far off. They're just like, we're just trying to adjust it. I'm like, oh, I said, well, they're, then they would ask me, well, is she being compliant with the rubber bands? And I'm like, nope, <laughs> she's really not. And they're like, well, she really needs to wear them. And I said, but she's not going to. Right. So, so we're at a standstill. Right. <laughs> so finally... The last visit, they're like, I told John, I go, do not take no for an answer. When I said, the next visit you schedule, you schedule the braces coming off whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. So he said they tried to argue with him and he was like, no, we want the braces off. So they're like, okay. So they make a, they make an appointment. All this time they had told, they, we, she was supposed to have them off by Christmas last year, but wow. they kept keeping them on and keeping them on. And I was like, there, she is not starting the 10th grade with braces on. Mm-hmm. Well, sure enough, she had to start the 10th grade with braces on because they just, oh, we don't have any appointments. Oh, she was I hate that. eligible to have them off when we said, but they're like, yeah, so the soonest they could do was Thursday, which was last Thursday. Mm-hmm. She just got them off. If, okay. they're, if they're just taking them off, couldn't any orthodontist do that? No. No? No. It has, it's her, it's, no. You've already paid for this. This yeah. is part of what you paid for. Okay. So, no, but it's just them being dicks about scheduling it. So they finally schedule it, but it's, then they make her come in one uh, week before just to, I don't right, know what. X-rays and I don't know shit. what. I don't yeah. know what, but John had to take her because I couldn't go to that visit. Mm-hmm. So John takes her and he's like, yeah, so they made me like sign a form and they tried to show me that like her bite is still a little bit off, but but they're going to go ahead and take them off. And I was like, okay, good. Okay. So I was the one who took her to the appointment because this was in the morning. So I, I get her there. First thing they do, they're just like, Hey mom, can you come back here? We're, we need you to sign this form, this legal form, basically saying that you understand that like you're, you're ending treatment early. I'm like, bitch early. I was like, what I I made them look at the date and uh-huh. the date was like September of 2019. I was like, what? It's just been about four years. Like, how fucking long do you want this kid in braces? Right. Like, her. What do you? What? Right. What's happening? Like, what do you mean early? At what point would it have not been early? It's right. never going to get perfect. Mm-hmm. But I don't say. Anything. I was just like, yeah, okay, I'll mm-hmm. sign it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then. I go sit, I sit in a chair like near where she's getting her braces off and there, and the orthodontist comes over. She's like, mom, 
Can you come over right. here? Can, I just want to show you That's something. That's what I was saying, like how they bring you back. Well, we want to show you that there's just a little thing off and it needs a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, oh, oh, and then they want me to, um, they're like, also, all right, first she's like, the orthodontist is like, can I just show you something on her teeth? Like, so her bite is just a little bit blah, 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 but like the, we, the gaps are all closed. So, mm-hmm. um, it's up to you. And I said, listen, we already had this visit a week ago just so that you could say that her bite isn't all the way right. perfect. We already did this. That was, we took the time and I was saying this. I go, we took the time out of our day. We had an appointment. It's inconvenient. I have three kids. Mm-hmm. We brought her in just so that you could say to my husband, hey, her bite's not perfect yet. Do you still want to go ahead? I go, then he signed something mm-hmm. saying, yes, we want to go ahead. So- Nothing's changed. We're here for the braces off appointment with all the information. Right. Please take them off. And she's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine because the gaps are closed. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. go ahead and take them off. So then, but also the week before, they tr- they tried to charge for a broken bracket. Oh, and fuck I, that. And John texted me. He was like, they're trying to charge me for a broken bracket. And I said, go tell them to go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. I go, go put the, take the broken bracket and shove it up your fucking <laughs> ass because we're not paying for shit. I said, they're taking the fucking braces off. We should, they should have been taking them off now. Right. Right. What the fuck? They're trying to charge with every last dollar. So then they call. So John was like, yeah, just take it up with my wife. Then I get a call yeah. from them during the week and they're like, yeah, so um, we're, we're going to go ahead and waive the broken bracket fee. And I was like, yeah, you are. <laughs> that, I didn't even go like, oh, thank you so much. I right. was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, yeah, we just wanted to let you know. There's no, you, you're not, you have no balance. And I was like, uh-huh. Great. Get yeah. the screwdriver out. Start ripping those. Get the, where's the pliers? Let's go. So now I've had John signed a form saying we're taking him off early. Oh, forms. Then... Uh, I get called into the finance office, right? They're right. like, can we talk, mom, can we talk to you back oh, here in the mom, finance office? Ass. So they bring me back there. So we, you've already signed that you're, you're take ending treatment early. I'm like, yes, I know. They're like, okay, so she's going to get a retainer. And there's a, a, a program where if you just pay this small fee, this is how they pitch it to me. Just pay a small fee, and then if she needs to replace, if she loses her retainer, like we'll um, replace it for free. Okay, she wears the retainer to bed. So where's she going? Mm-hmm. Like, what? How's she going to lose the retainer? Is she loses it in her room? Uh, okay, on the off off chance. Okay, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think we want to join that. Well, it's just like you know, listen, it's going to save you a lot of money because people they lose them, and I was like, okay, but she. Again, she wears it at night. They're like, yeah, she just wears it at night. How mu- And how much is the program? $700. Oh, to fuck. To take the rest and of the day off and go for fuck the next yourself. few years. And I was like, oh, yeah, no thanks. And they go, well, okay, but we're going to need you to sign this oh, legal God. document that you've, you're declining the our program, mm-hmm. our assurance program for the retainer. And I was like. I'm getting so mad. Like I would have been fucking. I'm pissed. about to go postal on these uh, people. Yes. Like I'm just like, oh, you are so like. I'm just. It, they each thing was making me like mm-hmm. matter and matter. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, 
yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Go ahead and just decline. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. but we're going to need you to sign oh, that you're yeah. not purchasing. I was like, am I on a car lot right now? <laughs> because like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I signed the thing. I go back. I sit down. Okay. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. The orthodontist who's ta- they're taking your braces off is like, so um, has anybody talked to you about the program for because we offer this program? that it's like for a small fee. I I go, yeah, I just got the spiel <laughs> in your back office and I already signed that we're declining mm-hmm. that, but thank you. Right. Now get back to work, bitch. And she was like, okay, I just want to make sure. And I was like, I, and I did, uh, you can't see me because I'm on a podcast, but I did the like close mic kind of wince right. and put my hand up like, Please stop. Like, yeah. stop. Yeah. And I know poor Sadie was just like, take my fucking braces off. <laughs> oh my so God. Like, and, you know, we had to take the morning off of school. So it was her first week right. of school. Right. Thursday. It's fourth day of school. There was no other time they could do it. Mm-hmm. We called a, a bunch of times for a cancellation. No, sorry. Right. No cancellations. Right. Like, it's torture. It is. Yeah. So I turned down all the stuff and then they take her braces off. And my God, her bite is just fine. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then they, but guess what? Her teeth got a little bit fucked up from having the braces on for so long. Like it caused some like discoloration, discoloration spots. So- Sonny got that too. He got that too. Yeah. So then they were like, do you want us to like just leave it? Or do you want us to file down? Like we can polish the teeth and file down the little, like these little dots of, I was like, yeah, go ahead and file them down. Like, <laughs> do, do you want us to make it look good, or do you just want to like? Are you are you good? Or are you suddenly in a rush to get out of here? I was oh like, no, God. please go ahead and file down what you. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. And that so they do, and of course it looks a lot better. But it's like, oh, you're all about like, oh, the broken bracket. Like, we're gonna charge you ninety dollars, but then you're like, are you sure you want us to go above <laughs> oh and beyond God. to like fix the make the teeth look good? I was like, yeah, please do. Yeah. So then I was just, I was so mad Mm -hmm. by the time we left that I was like, I hate that feeling. Just all full body tension. Right. But I was so relieved. And then we have to go back. I have to take her back on Thursday to get the retainer. Mm -hmm. It's like a whole long process. It's it's unbelievable. I, I, I know I've been through it. It's, it's just nonstop and they nickel and dime you. And it's just like, come on. Yeah. I get, I was just at the dentist last week. I had to have my whole, like, this tooth that's been a temporary thing. This guy's like, it's because I have a bridge. Right. Because I don't have a, I didn't have a. Yeah. And I didn't have a. Like Katerina and me. Yeah. Just me and Katerina. So they had to take the whole front. Because you didn't have a tooth there. Right. Baby tooth. I had a baby tooth until I was like 23. So I have a bridge. So he's got to take the whole bridge off and then put a temporary, which is what I got now. And then I got to go back in like two weeks, and my mouth is like all numb. Wait, so are you getting a new t- a new bridge? Yes, because the bridge I've had for years, and he's like, and he was tugging on it. He's like, not only was it cracked and broke, it's loose. And I was oh. like, oh hell, what the? F-? And it's my front teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, he's like, yeah, you got to get that fixed. You know. Meanwhile, it's like thousands and thousands of dollars because the, the 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 insurance doesn't doesn't pay much. Pays a little bit, but not much. And That's so why that, we don't even have dental insurance. It would be like an extra two hundred dollars a month, and that nobody's nobody takes it. Right? They're always like, "Oh, that's not covered." 
Right. So let's take a little break and then I'll... Okay. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Yeah, so, and by the way, so I, I was referred to this guy from my dentist because that's what he does. He does like, you know, the cosmetic dentistry stuff. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, 30 minutes out of town, far away, like Arlita and shit. Um, but I get there and I sit in the lobby and there's Eddie Van Halen's guitar hanging on the wall. In Arlita? In our, in the dentist office in Arlita. Okay. And or like San Gabriel Valley. I and and then I look and then there's like Van Halen like album signed by all the members of Van Halen. And then there's a Fleetwood Mac signed album. Like he's a rock and roll dude. Oh. You know, but he's kind of weird. You know, sometimes you're kind of weirdos, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit. Nice guy, nice enough guy, but like talks really like this, really quiet. Like, and he's got the mask on, so I can't hear him. Like, what? What? <laughs> What? You want me to open my mouth? Like, what? And then the, his nurse is super sweet and friendly. But yeah, he's like, you got to take this shit off. And then so I went back last week at the end of the week. My mouth is all numb, but I'm like scared. I'm like, do you, are you really going to, I'm not going to walk out here toothless, am I? And he's like, no, 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 we got it. We got it. And here's the other thing about dentistry. I don't know if you've, this is the first time I've experienced because every time they always got to do an impression. We always got to do the impression with the, with the, clay, you know, in your mouth, bite down, and it feels like it's going into like Play-Doh kind of thing. Right. Right. This time they're like, we got to do an uh, impression. And I, she's like, open your mouth. So she's got this like, like wand, which is like, uh, you know, when you go for like pregnancy, like an ultrasound wand. Yeah. yeah. She's like rubbing it around my teeth and the thing's going beep, 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 beep. This is how she, they do an impression now. Oh, yeah, and that's why they're so fucking expensive, too. Like, they got technology in this office, and that's like, you know, I'm like... I, You're I, like, I could just bring my own Play-Doh. I could just I make could, an can impression, I just give, you give my, it to you, and yeah. save, like, $2,000. Like, good luck. Yeah, here you go. But, um, but make yeah. me a tooth. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and then it's like, ugh, I, I just don't have the... Like, I'm fine with going to the dentist. I just don't got the patience now because you. I end up sitting in the chair. You're just sitting in that chair and you want it to go back because my back hurts, but nobody's around. I don't know how to work it. So I'm just sitting straight up and it's like, we'll be right with you. He's going to be right with you. He's going to be right with you. You know, you're in the waiting room for like half an hour. Then they bring you back and you think, okay, let's get this shit done. It's 2.30 in the afternoon. By the way, the best time to go to the dentist is 2.30. And... (laughs) And I'm been, get it, Kaylin. Yeah. Then I, <laughs> I've been like sitting. You can use that on your kids. Yes, that's right. So you know, I'm sitting there, and then he's like taking his sweet. T- then he comes in, and I make the fatal mistake as going, "Are you a Van Halen fan?" And oh, no. then he sits and talks to me about all the bands he's met and how him and his son have gone to so many concerts. He together. doesn't talk and work at the same time. No, oh, he's no. one of those where he just sits and. And I'm like, huh? I can't hear. And you I can't I, multitask. That that's what I was like. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, that sounds great. But let's get a move on. Traffic's going to be bad when I get out. Yeah, of here. I got shit to do. I'm in Arlita. Yes, I, I'm looking. I got the two ten at five o'clock. Forget about it. You're yeah. just stuck in a parking lot, and that's all I keep thinking. And he's going on and on and on about Van Halen. Why did I even? I, I should have just kept my mouth shut and just let him do his thing. 
But I, it was just, you know, I got out of there. It was like 530. I'm like, don't you people want to go home? It's five o'clock. Doesn't the dentist office close? What's going on? They're like, well, we're running behind. We're, we don't have anybody today. You no wonder because right. somebody mentioned Van Halen yes. to this dude. Yes. So now we got this doctor who's Mr. Knockaround. Uh-huh. And now I get the dentist who's Mr. Rock and Roll trying to relive his like glory days to tell me all about his, you know, rock and roll uh, stories about being a groupie and shit. I'm Has like, this guy always been your dentist? No, he's new. He's my dentist referred me to him oh, to get the for the cosmetic for the work. cosmetic I stuff. So, you know, I come in there and he's just like, you know, he's like mumbling and I'm like, come on, let's go, let's go. You know, but that was the temp and, and also I was kind of nervous. I'm like, I are you really gonna fix me up and put me back together? Like you're taking my tooth out. Am I gonna be toothless? You know, but are you all fixed? Because it looks great. Yeah, it's a temporary. Oh. I got to go back. And then she said, I go, how much when I come back? Like, is it going to be this long? She goes, maybe a little longer because we have to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Ugh. you know, and then I put the earbuds. I go, I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm going to put my earbuds in. And um, they're like, OK. And then he starts talking to me. He's like, go ahead. Go ahead. Turn it up. Do your thing. He's like, listen to music. I'm like, I'm listening. <laughs> He doesn't need to know what I'm listening to. I should to Van Halen. Yeah, I was like, which I'm not, Van Halen? I don't want to open up another can of right, worms. Right. Like, okay, okay, go, 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 do your thing. And I was just so impatient that day. And so I put the earbuds in, and I turn it up because they got the the thing, and you know, and my yeah. head's vibrating, and it's like a, you know, it's like a drill saw right. in my mouth, and I could barely. Hear, I'm listening to um, Betrayal season two. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I haven't, I haven't heard it. Good so one. Like, yeah. So I'm listening about pedophilia, <laughs> and he's talking to me about rock and roll mm-hmm. with the saw in my mouth. And so, and you're like, I'd like to see this guy's download history. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. I, and then I'm trying to hear it. I can't hear it exactly. What? And then he starts talking to me because oh, first no. he goes, "Listen." I, he goes, "If," and then she says to my right, she goes, "If you need anything, just raise your hand." You know. And then I was like, okay. And then at some point he starts talking. So now I got to lift my phone up above my eyes so I could see. I got to hit pause. Oh. What was that? And he's like, are you okay? You're doing okay, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I want to get the fuck out of here. Just finish. Don't leave me toothless. Put the shit back in. And can I get, get on the road? I don't want to sit in traffic. And now I got to do it all over again. So wait, so they took out like your front your my two front, front tooth, teeth? yes, or one front tooth, one front tooth. That was it's got the it's got the wings on, you know, like the bridge. Oh, so they had to take your front tooth and then the next tooth, and because that was the tooth that was the baby the tooth, tooth, the tooth where there's no tooth. Yes, and then they have to like take the thing on the back of it because what holds it together, right? And then put a temporary in, and then which I don't know how they do that. Like they just glue it in, and that's it. And then. Go back yeah, again. Yeah, why can't that one be the permanent one? I know. If you really look, it's not, it's, it doesn't, it's f- like he said, because I was looking at the mirror and he's like, it's pretty close. Because they tried to match, because I had another appointment last time, they tried to match it for the temporary. And then they put it up and they're like, uh, it doesn't really match. And he's like, but the temporaries are flat, he said. The real ones are, have, you like know, shine to it. Yeah, like they have, yeah, more uh, depth uh-huh. to it. So he's like, don't worry. And I was like, all right, okay, I just, I just don't want to be toothless. That's all. Yeah. Put a Tic Tac in there. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get on the road. I've been here for fucking Put three hours. Put a Tic Tac in mm-hmm. your mouth and get a... Dry. 
out of life. It's the mm-hmm. clean, fresh mm-hmm. explosion. explosion. Remember that? Yeah, I kind of, I do. Remember the Tic Tac song? He doesn't remember. Right he doesn't know Put what the fuck. Put a Tic Tac in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my afternoon. And oh then the other thing is like, you know, they shoot you up with Novocaine, you know, yes. you can't feel your nose, you know what I mean? And it's like, and I was starving. That was the other thing why I made the fatal mistake of really not eating anything. I had like oatmeal at like eight in the morning and then nothing. Oh my God. That's me. I eat oatmeal every day and I then love, I'm starving by 11. Yes. I was starving and I was like, you know, I'll, I'll just push. I wasn't that hungry. But then when I'm sitting in the chair and he's going on and on about Van Halen, Women and Children First album, how much it's his favorite one. And I'm just like, I'm starving, you know. And then I hear a commercial for like pastrami in the thing. I was like, oh, I want a pastrami. So I'm like, can I get... And then so when he was all done, I was numb. And then he leaves. He's like, all right, see you. And then she, you know, uh, cleans up the mess with me and, you know, gives me water. And I was like, hey, so what's the best way to get rid of, to get Novocaine get it off off time yeah she's like you can exercise but i wouldn't suggest you know you don't get on a treadmill right now but like move around but she says drink cold drink cold go to get a smoothie or drink like something cold so on my way out i was like hey do you guys have any bottled water and they're like yep right there got two bottles for the road i'm like drinking it rubbing on my face because i want to enjoy my sandwich when i get home (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my pastrami sandwich. sandwich did yeah. it work though it did it, i mean i don't know if it was in my head but i got home and i was like you know trying to get it going and now and then it's that weird thing where most of it's gone but then there's one spot that's still mm-hmm. numb and it's like well, what's going on with that spot and it's always on my like in my nose it just ugh, i hate that feeling i'll never forget when lb was like i want to say seven mm-hmm. and she had to have teeth pulled baby teeth pulled for whatever reason right maybe she was eight i don't know why but she had to have two two four like eight teeth pulled and she had all this novocaine and afterwards and she'd been so 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 nervous about mm-hmm. it of course like her anxiety was in full swing at that time and uh afterward you would think that she was being tortured by the numbness because she'd never felt that yes. before. So she was nonstop crying. She couldn't focus on anything else. She just kept like trying to talk and going like, I, I, <laughs> am I going to feel like this? Forever? Yes. I think that was the thing like, which we can relate to yes. is like, I'm never going to not feel like this right. again. Like breakups, Novocaine, Novocaine like everything. I'm never going to be happy again. <laughs> and I was like, honey, it is like, I know it feels so weird, but it's going, you're going to feel normal. And she was like, no, <laughs> like I never forget I tried to take her to Target because I was gonna get her it was during um the time that she was really into Barbies. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna buy her like a Barbie uh whatever kind of remember when um I don't know if Natalia was ever really into Barbie. She wasn't. But LB went through a phase and they they have like crazy like they'll be like a Barbie like it's like Barbie and Skipper and it's mm-hmm. Barbie the dentist. It right. really is yeah. kind of like the yes. movie where yeah. there's like all these different jobs or right. here's Barbie's horse stable, you right. know, and then yes. it's like you get a little toy horse and this yeah. one that's the assistant at the stable, mm-hmm. right? But each but it's like 60 bucks right. like for some they're elaborate. So I didn't want to spend 60 bucks, but I was like, I'll spend 25 and mm-hmm. get you like a cute, like, so there was a Barbie in the dentist chair. Oh, cute. But LB was horrified because it 
remind I was like, oh, this will be perfect. Like, look, it's a Barbie. She was like, no. (laughs) So I had to spring for like a more expensive one to make her feel better. (laughs) You should play her comfortably numb. (laughs) Like Pink Floyd. Elby, just sit and listen to this. It'll wear mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. And I remember t- trying to take a picture of her of it. And she was just like, like a horrified uh-huh. face. Like, oh, I remember because she was like, I look like a monster. <laughs> it did look kind of creepy. It did. Like if I'm being yeah. real, it was yeah. pretty bloody. Yeah. But anyway. Well, this wow. has been super fun. Super, super fun. You know what? Before we go, uh, we have a just we have to talk about. Kelly from Wilma and Frida. Love them. Hope they're doing well. Palm Springs got a lot of flooding. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So hope you're doing okay, Kelly. Hope that uh, Wilma and Frida is holding up. That Palm Springs and Palm Desert locations, Mm -hmm. really good food. Uh, If you're in that area, please go go see see her. She's adorable. She's She's just a doll baby and so sweet. And she'll be thrilled to see another FCOL listener. Oh, yeah. Also, The Family Skeptical is a podcast about raising kids without religion. If you haven't tried it yet, like, listen, this is a fellow listener who's just just trying to do a podcast, you know? Go check it out. Want from her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give her a, give her a listen. Uh, the Family Skeptical. Uh, and again, Adam, our friend Adam, Adam Lerner, Lerner, who's a car broker. Really, it's such a drag to try to haggle with car people. Mm-hmm. Let a broker do it for you. They get paid from the dealership. They will get you a way better deal than you could get for yourself. You can shop around. You can bring them your lowest price and then go, here's what I could get. Right. And then this is what we used to do before we before Adam was our broker. We'd try to shop the car deal ourselves and then ask the broker, here's what we here's the lowest price we got, you know, three fifty right. a month or whatever. And then they go find you less. So that's how it works. Yeah, they save you money. His number is 310-998-7048. And I believe that's it. Yeah. Wow. Also, please go follow us on our social media, FCOL Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We got Kaylin working so hard putting up social media clips. Mm -hmm. You can see us. You can see what we look like telling these hilarious stories. You can see Elby. We didn't take a picture with her. Oh yeah. Well Aww. we did we'll we'll put up a clip of LB, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Check us out. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody, you're a parent now. Don't fuck it up. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.